This is Ozarks at Large. Resilient Black Women, a new nonprofit organization in Northwest Arkansas, is designed to provide education and conversation about mental health and culture. Founded by licensed counselors Joy McGowan and Denisha Simpson, Resilient Black Women will host a virtual event Sunday night about grief. We invited Denisha and Joy to our studio this week to learn more about Sunday's program and more about Resilient Black Women. Denisha says the formation of the nonprofit stems from a shared passion. And that passion just came from growing up in Northwest Arkansas as um, a black female. We did not have a lot of resources for us. Um, And so that passion came from I wanted a space for minority women to come and feel safe. Um, And that's basically where that passion came from. And so then I talked with Joy and we took off. Well, I like that you just say we took off because this is so it it couldn't have been just that easy. You couldn't have just I mean, what what had to happen to make this happen? Yeah, I think so. First, we recently received I received a grant from the Witness Collective, which is a um, Christian led black organization that seeks to fund black led nonprofits um, all around the U.S. And so I received a $50,000 grant through that organization to help fund us. And so with that money, we have been using it to secure our nonprofit um, status. And we've been working with the University of Arkansas at Little Rock. They have like a free legal team. Um, So we still have to pay all the fees, but they do all the work. (laughs) Um, And that's really good. Um, And then from there, we have been working with different community organizations locally to just help us promote events um, and just like process, like what is the, what do we need to start and like keep going? Um, So this is like our first year really Mm -hmm. um, promoting events since we received that scholarship money in July of last summer. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that uh, for women of color who are black, Latinx, Asian, their resources are less. Mm-hmm. And then I think, you can correct me if I'm incorrect, the, the, um, the instances of stress or mental challenges are higher as well through culture and society. That's a double-edged sword that makes... Yeah. Get a challenge. Yeah, right. that's part of the reason why um, we love that. I love the idea that Denisha came up with the name Resilient Black Women um, because one, it gives us an opportunity to show black women as more than just we are strong or the angry black woman, right? All these stereotypes that come up with being a black woman um, in our society. Um, that we are resilient. We are America's forever first lady. We are the highest two paid athletes in the world. Um, and then we are also like Simone Bowles, <laughs> like really to like stop and take rest and take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to like give this new name for black women. And then on top of that, I think what you just said, like the research confirms that black women and women of color are struggling the most with mental health. What we know is that black women suffer the longest with issues like depression Um and then they go untreated, undiagnosed, and they don't go seek help. Most of the time, what you see is that a lot of black women may not even recognize that some of the symptoms that they're having are related to depression. Mm. And they just keep going. Again, we get this stereotype that we don't like as being called strong, um, carrying everything and everyone's problems, um, and just keep moving. And so I think the research itself tells us like we have to focus on women of color, and we have to give them access and accessibility um, and affordability to mental health, um, and to be able to process that with culture. I think that's a unique thing of what mm-hmm. we're trying to do is processing how mental health and culture um, are important together, which is um, 
which I think sometimes we have that conversation and we make them like separate. Um, and I think that with, with our organization, we're just trying to have the conversation together. Um, how does culture impact my ability to, to seek support, um, to even recognize that I need it, um, and to recognize like what are those warning signs? There's, there's also, you know, the, the stigma that everyone, well, that seem, is seemingly universal that, oh, to ask for help is to show a sign of weakness. Right. And you've got to battle that as well. Right. And I would like to validate there's been reasons, um, plenty of reasons for minority women, specifically black women, to not feel weak, right? Um, And that just goes back to even the slavery days, right? And so that's part of what resilient black women is. It's okay to be, I wouldn't say weak, but vulnerable, Um, It's okay not to be able to handle it all or bear the burden or need help. Um, But that doesn't mean you're weak. That means you're resilient. Mm -hmm. Well, seeking help is not weakness at all. Absolutely. It takes a lot more strength, right? Yes. It's actually the opposite. And then the value in being able to talk to someone about your challenges, about your worries, about your concerns, someone who perhaps may not have all the same life experiences but does understand through what you've, you know, how you look, how, you know, your culture, that sort of ear is valuable. Absolutely. And that's another thing that um, one of our goals is to provide resources for other um, minority therapists, because that seemingly has not, it's not huge in this area, but there are some. And so I believe Joy has started compiling a list of other minority therapists um, for people to feel like they can go in therapy and feel comfortable and someone already knows a piece of their struggle. Now, what is happening on the 30th? Mm-hmm. On the 30th, we are hosting an event about grief. It's a conversation about grief where we will process um, grief, culture, and art. Um, so we have three different guests, community guests, who will be speaking on a panel. And then we also have two um, performers who will be doing some spoken word at the beginning and at the end. Um, our goal is to make sure that this event feels like an experience of being able to process like what grief is, how it shows up in your body and how to help you heal and so that is the reason why we're trying to have like these bookends of like the poetry at the beginning and then in the middle we have uh, Lakeisha Bradley who owns Mighty by Design who will be leading us through this mindfulness exercise with art Um, so our goal is that we really didn't want it to be like another uh, just like a panel discussion of people like talking at you but like we are talking with you um and we had planned to do this in person, but with all the things that are happening, <laughs> it's much safer to do it online. Um, so we hope that our audience gets to really experience um, some of the things, some of the tools that we hope to give them on Sunday. How do how do people participate? Yeah, so there is a link. So if you um, follow us on Instagram, resilientblackwomen underscore. O-R-G. There is a link in our bio where you can simply click and then you can register. Um, it is a Zoom webinar, so you'll be a participant um, and we'll be able to send you an email before, like an hour before and the day of, of the event. I know that in-person would is the preferred, 
but I wonder if there's just a sort of unexpected advantage that some people who might be a little hesitant or want to be just a little bit more anonymous might join this because of this. Yeah, absolutely. I feel there is that advantage because there will be people that feel anxious or even like, um, do I want to show my grief? Do I want to experience this in front of others? And so being able to do that in the comfort of their own home will be a definite advantage. And we're hoping to also that by doing these online webinars and trainings that when we do start going in person, they've learned to, these people have... Um, been given like the resources and yes. like feel empowered to to yes. join our live events uh-huh. um, because our events will be geared toward just like more hot topics for like culture and mental mm-hmm. health as this relates to um, minoritized communities in our in our little area. So um, we hope that it does make people feel really empowered mm-hmm. to to show up in their full self um, that they don't need to be uh, afraid and that they can feel safe. I think really that's what we want to feel resilient safe. black women to be right mm-hmm. to be a, a safe place for everyone and so so this event is for everyone you don't have to identify with the black latin eggs asian american uh cultures to be there i think as you said earlier right like some of these things are just universal we all experience grief Mm -hmm. we just want to have the both and conversation about how culture impacts that sometimes I, i joy you you touched on this we may not know that depression is connected to some of the things we're feeling. I imagine grief is the same way. We can sometimes have these, what we think are these pinpoint reasons for grief, but grief does not just have to be perhaps the death of a loved one or something like that, right? You can feel grief from other things? Our body can grieve um, the transition from a job that we didn't even like. But it's something that we knew and we were used to and we knew what to expect. And so our body can grieve the loss of something as simple as that. I imagine the last 23 months have given all of us opportunity for grief. Right. Like everything has changed because of COVID, right? There's so many things that people have missed out on. There's so many things that people have had to reschedule. And all of that is grief. And that's exactly what we hope people walk away with. Like, it's not just that you lost a loved one. You lost like time. (laughs) You can't Uh go back. I was just thinking about that this morning. You know, I haven't been... To, to a friend's party in two years and the things like that. And that seems minor at first, but you do think about there are only so many years we have. Right. And if we've lost two years of graduations mm-hmm. or things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you grew up here in yes. northwest Arkansas. Do you think that gives you an advantage perhaps to talking to other BIPOC women who may grow up here? Because there are a lot of us who grew up in northwest Arkansas who don't know all of Northwest Arkansas. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think it does just from seeing the growth um, and the challenges, but also the benefits. And so just being able to have that history and roots in Northwest Arkansas. Absolutely. I think it does. Denisha Simpson and Joy McGowan are co-founders of Resilient Black Women, a new nonprofit in Northwest Arkansas. Our visit took place in the Anthony and Susan Hoy News Studio on Monday. More about their organization can be found at resilientblackwomen.org. Sunday's discussion about grief is virtual. It's scheduled to run from 7 until 8.15 p.m. We have a link for registration at ozarksatlarge.com.